Buenos dias from Greenway Parks. This is the Rorschach Argentina update from Thursday, the 16th of December, 2021. A quick summary of what's going down in Argentina. The newly elected deputies and senators were sworn into Congress on Tuesday, the 14th of December, making the power balance shift in favor of the opposition. The upper house welcomed 24 new senators and the lower house 127 deputies. Now the opposition will have 31 members in the upper house, while the ruling party will have 35, six less than a week ago, which means reaching quorum will be quite difficult. So much so, the ruling coalition approved more than 40 presidential decrees in their last session as a majority on Thursday the 9th, before it was too late. This is the first time since the return of democracy in 1983 that the ruling party has so few members in Congress. Speaking of which, you may have seen a mass rally on Friday the 10th in Buenos Aires, marking the 38th anniversary of the start of Raúl Alfonsín's presidency, and therefore the return of democracy. Alberto Fernández and Vice President Cristina Fernández de Kirchner headlined the event, accompanied by Brazilian ex-president Lula da Silva. Supposedly, this offended the Jair Bolsonaro government, which may be the reason why Brazil has decided to hold the upcoming Mercosur summit in Brasilia via video conference instead of welcoming President Fernandes in person. The Argentine presidential spokesperson said, however, that the change was due to sanitary precautions. And since we're on the topic of Brazil, the border crossings between the country and Argentina were supposed to open last week, but the Brazilian government decided to push back the decision. The opening will be postponed for at least one more week due to technical and logistical problems, meaning that non-residents coming from Argentina are currently not able to enter the country by land. However, everyone can do so by plane. Starting the 18th of December, though, Brazil will request a vaccination certificate to all entering tourists, and those who haven't received their COVID-19 vaccine will need to be isolated for five days. The countries that did open border crossings with Argentina are Paraguay and Uruguay. At least two border crossings have been opened in the province of Formosa at the border with Paraguay, and three in Entre Rios at the border with Uruguay. These are called international safe corridors in the context of the coronavirus pandemic. On that note, there's finally a set date for the health pass to enter into force. Starting the 1st of January, everyone 13 or older will have to prove they have been vaccinated against COVID-19 with both doses in order to attend activities that carry a high epidemiological and health risk. The health pass will be possible to access via a government app and will be required for large group trips, concerts, party halls, nightclubs, and all events with over 1,000 people. Adopting the policy will be mandatory nationwide, so it won't depend on which province you're currently in, as we had anticipated. Although COVID cases are still on the lower side, there's been a subtle yet steady increase in the last couple of weeks. 
Over the last seven days, the country averaged 2,500 new infections a day, more than double of what we were seeing in October. Regarding vaccines, more than 31 million people have already received two doses, while another 6 million received the first dose but did not receive the second. If you already received your second shot five or six months ago in Buenos Aires City, you are eligible for a booster shot. If you haven't been assigned an appointment automatically, you can reach out to the city government through an email you'll find in the show notes. Speaking of Buenos Aires City, a new study by the Center for Social Studies and Community Action determined that a family of four needs at least 157,000 pesos, approximately 800 U.S. dollars, monthly to meet all their expenses. This includes the rental of housing, the expenses of a 10-year-old car, medical care, and more. What's ironic is that this number is very close to the tax floor for the famous income tax bill known as Impuesto a la Ganasias. As this, its name indicates, this tax should be paid by those earning significantly beyond their means. And yet only this month did it rise from 167,000 to 252,000 pesos, approximately. Now, your monthly net salary should be 252,000 pesos, about 1,260 U.S. dollars or higher, to have to pay this tax. That said, only a few workers actually see those numbers in their bank accounts, especially Gen Z. A new study by ADECO, the human resources provider company, revealed that the unemployment rate among young people born between 1997 and 2004 is 26%, more than double that of the total population, which reached 10% in the first quarter of 2021. Devaluation doesn't help. If we translate their salaries into U.S. dollars, young professionals in Argentina have the lowest salary in the region, a third of what they would earn in Chile, half of what they would earn in Peru, and 35% less than they would earn in Mexico or Brazil. Naturally, the cost of living in Argentina is also lower. On that note about duties, remember the ban on beef exports? Well, it looks like the government has relaxed this measure, removing the restrictions on every meat cut that is not consumed in the country, such as beef that is sold to China, Argentina's largest buyer. However, they will maintain restrictions on seven cuts for the domestic market. With this in mind, it's not surprising that the government is defying an international boycott against China's Winter Olympics headed by the United States, Britain, Canada, and Australia in the name of human rights. On Thursday the 9th, Argentina confirmed its support of the Olympics as President Fernandez was attending the Democratic Summit organized by Joe Biden, an event that was already excluding China. Also during the Summit of Democracy, President Fernandez criticized the so-called coup that removed Bolivian ex-president Evo Morales from government and the international leaders who supported that exit. The criticism also extends implicitly to the United States government, which backed the exit under the presidency of Donald Trump. 
President Fernandez also said that Latin America is going through a unique process in which many countries are changing their leadership and strengthening their democratic processes. Speaking of strengthening processes, Economy Minister Martin Guzman is forecasting a 10% growth for Argentina's economy in 2021. On Monday the 13th, he defended his draft of the 2022 budget bill before Congress, which forecasts 4% growth in GDP, with inflation of around 33%. For your reference, prices in the first 10 months of the year increased by almost 42%. In November, at least, inflation slowed to 2.5%, but in total, prices have risen more than 50%, since November 2020. Commerce Secretary Roberto Felletti said the November numbers were a success, given that inflation had slowed to below 3%. Well, success may not mean the same to everyone, I guess. One of the industries that's seen the highest increases is clothing, which has risen almost 63% over the past 12 months. It may be a good time to brush up on your sewing skills. Meanwhile, another industry is crossing its fingers to see some profit this season. Agricultural lands in the Pampa region are expected to suffer prolonged droughts due to the La Nina phenomenon. These droughts will begin in January and will last until the beginning of March and could mean a significant reduction in harvests of soy and corn. Lots of news this week, yet the saddest one for many may be Sergio Aguero's announcement that he will be retiring from professional football due to a heart condition, which had been diagnosed over a month ago. The Argentine striker and beloved football star broke the news at a press conference in Barcelona, where he was currently playing. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe to our show in your favorite podcast listening app to be updated weekly about the big stuff going on in Argentina. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at argentina at rorschach.com or follow us on Instagram at Rorschach Argentina and Twitter at Rorschach underline A-R-G. Nos vemos el próximo jueves.